you for tuning in to this power-packed podcast by David Oyelowo. Are you ready to take giant strides in your walk to success? Do you think you can achieve more within a shorter period? Well then, you're in the right place. This is Success Catalyst. We bring you word-based principles and practical wisdom needed to supercharge your growth and accelerate your success than you ever thought possible. If this is your first time joining us, kindly subscribe and hit the notification bell to receive updates when a new video is uploaded. Today on Success Catalyst, it's time to accelerate. Welcome to the Success Catalyst Podcast. I'm David Oyelaye. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. God bless you. The flower fades, the grass withers, but the word of the Lord remains forever. I'm always excited to have this opportunity and privilege to be in your house and to be a part of your life, to share God's word, God's wisdom and power with you. It is my chiefest joy always. And this week, I'm going to share something that I believe will bring tremendous blessing to you. On today's podcast, I want to teach you on how to change your life with goals, how to change your life with goals. I'm aware that when people hear the word goals, their mind instantly go to, oh, that's a motivational talk and all of those things. And I understand that quite well. I understand. I'm aware that goals, you know, goal setting and all of that is not a scarce topic online. And I don't even intend to teach on goal setting. I want to teach you on how to change your life with goals how to profit from goals and you know i started this podcast because i love to see people succeed and lead a purposeful life but uh, i have discovered that nothing is more tragic than the waste or abuse of time the unit of life is time time is life and that's why it's called lifetime and one of the biggest waste of time is to spend a lot of years accomplish that you could achieve in only few months my others i i don't know if you've heard people say that ah this thing i'm doing today it took me 20 years it took me 30 years to learn it it took me 30 years to become what i became it doesn't have to be and that's why i started this podcast you know to share proven strategies cutting strategies practical wisdom with you to accelerate your success and growth than you ever thought possible now when i say accelerate your success i don't mean you are going to uh you are going to um, uh pass through a shortcut it just simply means that you are going to grow faster than you should have so that you can achieve success more quicker. Beg your pardon, sorry for that. So that's exactly what I'm talking about because growth is the key to success. Growth, the, 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 the difference between where you are today and where you want to be tomorrow is dependent on your growth. So if you can accelerate your growth, you can accelerate your success. That is just the key. That is the key. So my desire for everyone this year is that you are going to experience peace, speed, you know, progress, success, and acceleration in all that you do. So by following and obeying, you know, some of these principles, the simple principles that I share every week, you'll be amazed at the speed you are going to experience. You know, with this podcast, Christmas literally came too early for you. So we're starting a new discussion today. I hope I'll be able to finish everything before time runs out. So I'm talking about how to change your life with goals. And you want to ask me that, can I change my word? with 
go. Yes, you can change your word with go. It could be your life. It could be your word. You're just using it interchangeably. Now, one of the greatest challenge that I have as a teacher is teaching what people probably know already. And most times, your audience wonder what else does he want to say that we don't already know. And I have discovered that the simplest stuffs are what people have the hardest time with. Now, if truly know, if if truly people know the value and the value, the power, and the benefit of goals, you're gonna ask yourself, why are they not setting goals? Why are they not setting goals? So obviously, people are not truly knowledgeable about that subject. So in this podcast, um, we, we are gonna glean you know deep insight and practical wisdom about the subject matter. You're gonna learn the value, the purpose, and the benefit of goals. You are gonna learn why you need to set goals and how to set goals and profit from your goals. And we are going to understand the difference between goals and wishful thinking. Then we are also going to understand the spiritual, uh, the spiritual impact of goal setting on our progress and success using God, you know, and uh, as a case study. So it's time to get into the attitude of a learner. Keep your notepad and Bible very close. It's time to learn. So how to change your word with goals? How to change your word with goal? Now I want to start with this statement. You see, a Christian uh, sorry, let, let me put it this way. An unbeliever without a goal will make more impact on the herd, which succeed more we, than a Christian without a goal, than a spirit-free Christian, a tongue-talking Christian without a goal. You see, this subject is very, very simple. I'm aware that you've heard about it before, especially from motivational speakers, but I just want to bring it, you know, from a different uh, perspective to you today and show you some few scriptures. I'm not using those scriptures to convict you, just to solidify the points in your heart and all of that. So an unbeliever with a goal will make tremendous impact on the herd than a spirit-free Christian without a goal. And I also like to say this that uh, I also like to say that a person without a goal we go less in life. If you are goalless, if you are goalless, that is, you don't have a goal, you will go less in life. So your success, you know, is proportional to the quality of the goals you have. In fact, success means to achieve set goals. Success means to achieve set goals. If you don't have have a goal in life, you are going to go less in life. So Proverbs 21 verse 5 says, Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Good planning has to do with goal setting. You know, it has to do, it say it leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcut leads to poverty. Now, I want to read this to you it's very very important i just want you to learn from it a research was carried out in the Harvard university Harvard business school conducted a study between 1979 and 1989 uh, the graduates of the mba program at Harvard were asked have you set clear reading goals for your future and made plans to accomplish them it actually turned out that the only that only three percent of the graduate had written goals and plans 13 percent had goals but uh, they were not documented 84 percent have no goals at all aside from graduation now before i continue this is actually you know the description of uh, most people experiences in life most people do not have goals most people do not have goals and sometimes people don't even know that they don't have goals now from that research we see that only three percent of the graduate had written goals and plans 13 percent had goals but they were not documented but 84 percent had no goals at all from graduation now 10 years 
years later, 10 years later, after the graduation, they were interviewed. They were interviewed. You know, they interviewed the member of that same class. And they found out that the 13% who had goals but not documented were any twice as much as the 84% of students who had no goals at all. Uh, but surprisingly, the study also found that the 3% of graduates who had clear, written, and specific goals when they left Harvard were earning on average 10 times as much as the other 97% of graduates altogether. So we see that just having a goal, even though it's not documented, is powerful. But we have seen that the people who had the goal and documented their goals were actually more successful than the people who had goals or people who don't have goals at all. So we are still talking about why do I have to, you know, read that research study to you? It's just for you to understand the power, the power of goal. You see, God wants you to succeed. And there are some natural laws and there are some things that God has, uh, 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 you know, and, and there are some things that we need to know, that we need to be aware of, that we need to understand for us to achieve success. You can't succeed without having a desire in your heart, which is always, uh, which is always a goal. Now, like I said, one of the dictionary meaning of success is to achieve said goal. So if you don't have a goal, then how do you measure success? There is no way to measure success. So success is nearly impossible without clear intentions, definiteness of purpose and specific goals. You see, one of the key things about leading a successful life is to be sure and to be certain ex- what do you want exactly? What is that specific thing you want exactly? What do you want? That's what is called clear intention, definiteness of purpose and specific goals. Without goal, you can make progress with your life. It's like playing a football match without a goal post. Living without goals is dangerous. It impedes your success and progress. It's like driving a good car in a thick fall. No matter how perfect your car is, you drive slowly, making small progress even if the road is perfect, even if the road is good. It's because you can't see where you are going. And if you don't have goals, just like the children of Israel in the wilderness, you will be wandering for this, you will be wandering, you know, in this year and even perhaps the next decade of your life. And it's not my prayer. That's not my prayer for you. So one way to keep your momentum or always inspired and motivated is to have goals. You see, if you don't have a direction for your life, anywhere can be your destination. And that's not the will of God for your life. God wants you to have a clear intention. God wants you to have a clear sense of direction. Because if you don't have a direction for your life, anywhere can become your destination. So all successful people that I know of, that the Bible talks about in the secular world, whichever area or industry, they are goal-oriented. Successful people are goal-oriented. Most of the people that are successful always make it a priority to place targets or goals every point in time in the year and they shoot for them. Now, your ability to set goals and translate them to reality is the master key to success. You must understand how to set goals and transform them, translate them to reality. Success is a process, a step-by-step movement towards a desired goal. Most believers, those Christians are not aware of goal setting. Some even some think it's just a motivational idea of those guys. Hey, all of that. No, the Bible has a lot to say about goal setting. It says in it says in Proverbs 21 verse 5, a scripture I read to you earlier, it's a good planning and work and work uh, and hard work lead to prosperity, but it's this shortcut leads to poverty. Uh, if you read it in the, in the GNT version, it says plan carefully and you will have plans. You see, planning leads to prosperity. Planting means success and prosperity. You can't be sure of plenty when you plan. Talking about planning, talking about planning, whether 
is a spiritual development, financial goal, pulling yourself out of debt, or committing to read the Bible from start to finish, a well-written goal is key to is key to success. You see, most people don't have a plan for their lives. They go through life without a clear picture of what the world. They have no idea of their destination. And it's a horrible thing to not have a goal, to not have a plan. Because the foundation of success is having a clear sense of direction of where you are going and what you want to achieve. When you know where you are going, you see, the how to get there, we just emerge. There is no person that arrive at their destination in life by accident or by law. You know, success is slow. Ask any failure. A failure will tell you that success is slow. The only thing that I know that arrive at its intended destination by accident is an airline logging. Sadly, not many people are into planning. God wants us to plan a life. Don't accept the way your life is like that. You must plan to improve your growth. You must plan to improve your health. You must plan to improve your spiritual life. You must plan to improve your business. You must plan to improve your finances and many other things. And there are people who would say, whatever will be, will be. If God wants me to be blessed, then I will be blessed this year. If God wants me to be rich, then I will be rich this year. God will just cost the money to come to me miraculously. That's not a way to live. That's not God intended us. That's not how God intended us to live. See, I read an inspiring story about Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein, one time, he said, Albert Einstein was on a train bound for the New York City. As the ticket taker came walking through the car, Einstein reached into his pocket to retrieve his ticket, but could not find it. He looked for his coat pocket, turned his pant pocket inside out, but still could not find his ticket. Then the ticket taker said, you don't have to worry, Mr. Albert. We all know who you are. You're, you know, a guy of integrity and all of that. Forget about it. Then some minutes later, the ticket taker came back to the car. And by this time, Einstein was on the floor already searching everywhere for the lost ticket. Again, the ticket taker tried to make Einstein less afraid by saying, I already told you not to worry about the lost ticket. We trust that you bought a ticket and that is good enough for us. Einstein looked up at the ticket sticker and said, Young man, it seems you don't understand what you're talking about. You don't understand this is not even a matter of integrity. It's not a matter of trust. It's not a matter of having faith in me or something. It's a matter of direction. I need to find my ticket because I forgot where I'm going. The ticket contained his direction. He had to find it. The ticket contained his direction. So he had to find it. And exactly that's how many people live their life. They don't even have the sense of direction. Now let's look at the first Corinthians 9 verse first Corinthians 9 verse 26. You know, look at Paul. Paul says, I do not run without a goal. I fight like a boxer who is eating something, not just the hair. You see, goals are powerful tools for change for success and increased productivity. Goals are powerful tools for change. He said, I do not run without a goal. It doesn't mean that some people run without a goal. Obviously, yes. He said, I fight like a boxer who is eating something, not just the hair. You have a goal. You have a target. So goals are powerful for change. Goals are powerful for change of life, for change, for success, for development, for growth, and for increased productivity. You see, a vital key to success is goals. Goals. It was Sig Ziglar that said that if you aim at nothing, you will eat it every time. And that's quite thoughtful. If you don't aim at anything, you will eat it anytime. And the quality of your goals will determine the quality of your life, the quality of your success. As important as goal setting is, millions of people and Christians have not discovered the power of goals. 
And so consequently, they've never taken advantage of this powerful secret to success. Most Christians don't have a goal. They don't have a goal. They don't have a goal. So let's just, uh, let me just quickly, let's look at uh, the possible reasons why people don't set goals. I'm not going to talk about it in details. I will just list them and I'll go to some other things I want to talk about. Now, I've listed about seven key reasons why people don't set goals in their life. There could be more. There could be many more. Uh, number one, we have the fear of failure. You know, a lot of people don't set goals because they are afraid if they will achieve it or not. Fear paralyzes open. You know, it places a lead in our potentials and possibilities. And that's a false enemy of success and growth, I believe. And that's why there are about 365 fear notes in the Bible. It means that God is wanting us speaking to us every day, every blessed day, not a fear. And I've discovered that a poorly, a, a, a go poorly or wrongly said is better than no go at all. A poor plan is better than no plan at all. And the other thing is ignorance. So people are not even aware of, you know, of why they need to set goals. Then we have uh, the third one, uh, previous failure or disappointment. Previous failure or disappointment. And maybe some, someone have expressed defeat, frustration or, frustration or rejection in the past. Then we try something once then we fail, then we just give up. And, uh, you know, fail to fail is an acronym. It's false attempt in learning. False attempt in learning. Then some people for comfort zone, they because of comfort zone. Some people don't just set goals because they are comfortable with the heart. They don't have a vision of a better life and all of that. And uh, most people fail to realize that there is no comfort in your comfort zone. Great things will never come while we romance our comfort zone. In other words, lack of faith and patience. See, goal setting is a portrait or demonstration of faith. Just like the scripture said, a faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. And people don't set goals because they lack faith. A faith has to do with the unseen realm. Is failure convert intangible realities to its material equivalent in our lives? So most people only believe in what their optical eyes can capture. And since the lack of faith, it is impossible for them to be patient or to set goals because certain goals requires patience, we require vision, we require faith. So you only wait for what you believe is yours already. So faith and patience are identical twins, they are inseparable. Lack of patience is always evidenced by lack of faith. So the other one is uh, the lack of purpose and vision. The lack of purpose and vision. People wouldn't have a vision for your life you have a sense of purpose they don't even have to set goals then not spiritual some christians may think the goal setting is a motivational idea since the topic is more popular with the motivational speakers and their ignorance of scripture the the scripture isn't really silent about goals and planning the scripture tells us about planning and all of that now look at uh, philippians chapter 3 verse 14 you say i pursue as my goal the prize promised by god's heavenly call in christ jesus uh in the new english translation it says uh, it says, with this goal in mind, I strive towards the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Uh, with this goal in mind. So Paul had the goal. He had the goal. He had the goal. You see, for most Christians, they think there is a discrepancy between goal setting, planning, and faith or the leading of the Spirit. When you when we check the word, you know, the Greek word translated mark in the above scripture is is corpus. Corpus. X-C-O-P-O-S. Where our English word scope is derived. Scopos means a mark on which to fix the heart and is used figuratively of an aim or an object in goal. It is the goal target or hand one has in view. So Paul was literally saying that Christ was his goal and object of pursuit. There is another smile, uh, there is another scripture I want to share with you in Ephesians 3 verse 20. It's another great scripture on planning, on having desire, on having goals for our life. You know, it says that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. Uh, 
Paul's translation may say all you can think or imagine or plan. See, this scripture is really saying that God is more than able to do more than what we ask of Him. In other words, He can surpass, He can exceed our praying, He can exceed our thinking, He can exceed our goals, but not without our thinking. The term acts, you know, here is prayer. Why the think is talking about planning, it's talking about goal setting, it's talking about we have a desire. God is not against you having desires. You see, religion focused majorly on the action part but neglect the planning part. Yet Solomon rightly said in Proverbs 16 verse 19, he said, A person plans his way, but the Lord directs his step. And he said, The plans of the diligent leads to plenty. Proverbs 21 verse 5, A person plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. You see, God does not plan for you. There are certain things that God will not do for you. God loves you, but he's not going to plan for you. He's not going to set goals for you. He's not going to plan goals. He's not going to plan your life for you. He's going to direct your steps, but he's not going to plan for you. He's not going to plan for you. So, you don't have to be a theologian that go, God is a God of goals. Look at the first chapter of the Bible, for instance. God divided the tax of creation to seven days. Could this be the reason why God focused on one specific tax per day? See, I believe he created light on the first day because that was the first item on his to-do list. That was the first item on his to-do list. So, it is very, very important for us to have goals, to have goals. God is a God of goals. God is a God of goals and it's important for us to to have those goals in our lives. So, uh, we talk, we're still talking about goal setting. We're still talking about goals. And um, it's a tragedy. It's a, it's, a, it's a tragedy that most people don't have goals in their lives. And today, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to remind you of those basic things, those things that we need to. Uh, it's sometimes we face on Christian look at the life of some unbelievers and, for, um, and realize and find out that, wow, people, wow, there's unbelievers prospering and all of that. Well, maybe not in the spiritual sense, but they are prospering. And some of the prosperity also, you know, is necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary. So we need to set goals. So, so why do we need to set goals? The first thing that we need to know if we intend to profit from our goal is to understand its purpose or its purposes. Just like Dr. Masborough said, and when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. There are myriads of benefits to goal setting. I will just highlight a few important ones you might not be familiar with, and from there you can, you know, understand why you need to, uh, why you need to have goals in your life, why you need to have desires in your life, and and all of that. So first and foremost, without a goal, your chances of success are unlikely. You know, we need to understand this before we even go on to talk about, you know, how to change our life with goals and, you know, the need and some technicalities and all of those things. You see, number one, the reason why we need to set goals is that without a goal, your chances of success are likely. Goals provides a sense of direction of purpose and it helps, it helps to establish strong focus in our life. One of the reasons why people don't have a focus in their life is just doing all, do something today, do another tomorrow, they do another next week is because they don't have a goal for their life. Then goals also helps to prioritize uh, activities. It helps to, it helps us to prioritize our, our work, it helps us to prioritize our effort. Then goals are the only way you can control or create a desirable future. Not only that, goals also helps you to experience the future in the present so that you can take control of the future. I don't know if you understand what I just said. I said goals help you to experience the future in the present so that you can take control of the future. It's the only thing that can bring your future to the present is your desires, your goals, is, is, is your plan. So it converts the intangible future into a tangible one by bringing the future into the present and the present is the only thing that you have control over. So it is only goals that help you 
to take control of the future. Goals are also a great tool for reducing stress and increasing performance. Then it can help you formulate new attitudes, new behavior, new habits. You see, the benefits are just so enormous. They are just so enormous. They are just so enormous. So how do we set goals? Let's just uh, we just have a few minutes more of the podcast. How do we set goals? How do we set goals? Firstly, you must understand that if you are a purpose-driven life, then you have some goals you want to achieve. You have some goals you want to achieve. Now, I believe that your vision, God's given vision to you, you know, must be uh, broken down into simple and small goals. The way to achieve your vision is that you break that vision down is to into into goals, so into, into achievable goals and all of that. So this is very, very important. So how do we set effective goals? Firstly, we need to understand that our purpose, you know, originated from God. Our purpose originated from God. And whatever goals we are setting, it must always be in line of fulfilling that purpose. You know, a lot of people set goals that are not in line with their God-given purposes. But that's not God's desire for us. So the first thing I want to share with you today is that in setting goals, if you want to achieve your goals, you must document your goals. You see, your goals include the summation of your desire, aspiration, and what you want to achieve in life. You see, you are not really, really serious about anything you are not ready to document. And that's why the scripture we all talk about writing and writing and writing. See, if you want to see your dreams come into existence, you have to document them. Habakkuk 2 verse 1 to 2 tell us that. So rather vision, make it plain. You see, a dream, a goal is unreal to our physical senses. It is a spiritual reality. So documentation is one of the processes that helps to bring your imagination to actual manifestation. This is the first opportunity that your dream, that your vision, that your ideas has to make with a tangible world. So without writing your goals, without writing your desire, without writing to what God has told you to do, you make very little progress. See, Habakkuk 2 says to write the vision to make it plain upon tables. So, documentation is one of those processes that helps to bring your imagination to actual Im- uh, to actual manifestation. Without writing, without documentation, your imagination will only exist in the in the in the in the unseen realm, in the intangible realm. So, documentation is one of the keys to translating your imagination to actual manifestation. So, a goal that is not properly documented remains the goal. One major reason people lose the ideas or knowledge is because they don't document it. You let your winning ideas slip into thin hair when you refuse to document it. You see, it says to write a vision, to make it plain upon tables. See, in those days, they used tables or wood to write. So if this verse was to be written today, we would translate the word tablet, tablet as notepads or diaries, and that's it. When you write a goal down, see, your brain, your mind will be working over time to see you to get it. To see you to get it. Goals documented are more, you know, effective than the goals you have in mind. That was why I started with a research study conducted by the Harvard Business School. You will notice that the people who had goals also succeeded more than the people who don't have goals. But you will notice that the ones who documented their goals were more successful because there is something about writing goals. There is something about writing goals. And there is even a proof that the pen is more powerful than the keyboard. So why typing information into your computer or mobile device is great is not efficient as writing it down on paper. 
there is a connection between handwriting and cognitive abilities. Whatever is not written down is soon lost or forgotten. And this is it. If you don't win on paper, it's difficult to win in real life. It's difficult to win in real life. So documentation of your goals will help you to reduce mental clutter. Mental clutter is when the mind has too many thoughts that are going through it, which makes it difficult to think straight. If you don't win on paper, it's difficult to win in real life. So it's very important to know that when writing your goals, you must make it simple as possible. You must make it simple as possible. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop here. I'm not going to teach all the other technicalities. They, I know you know that, that uh, your goals need to be smart. You know, you got to be specific. Those things are very, very important for you to know, but I don't want to go into that. Your goals need to be measurable. It needs to be attainable. It needs to be relevant, you know, and it needs to be time bound. These are one of the keys to setting goals in, 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 in all of that. So, but the first step in achieving your goals is that you have to document it. Whatever is not written down, whatever is not documented might not be achieved. You know, when architects want to do anything, they first have to put their desires on paper, what they want to, you know, what they want to build, what they want to draw, they put it on paper. So it's actually important for you to document your goal. Like I said, documentation is the, one of the processes that helps to bring your imagination to actual manifestation. That is the first opportunity that your vision, your dreams, your ideas and everything that you have in mind has to make contact with the tangible world. So when you write down, you are giving your idea, your vision, you know, the first opportunity to make contact with the tangible world. And without writing, you make very little progress. And this is where we're going to end today's podcast. I believe that you have been blessed today. I'm going to continue and wrap up uh, the, the teaching in the next podcast. And I believe that you are going to be blessed. Don't forget that to be goalless in life is to go less in life. So if you want to maximize your life, you know, increase your productivity, you know, accelerate your goal growth, you need to set goals. All right. Thank you for listening. This is where we're going to go draw the curtain for today. Till we meet again, keep winning. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Success Catalyst. And we hope it was a blessing to you. Kindly tune in again, same time next week. If you have any comments, testimonies, and want to partner with DOTM Global, visit us online at www.dotmglobal.com.ng or comment on our Instagram page at Success Catalyst TV. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. We also encourage you to practice as you learn. This podcast was made possible by friends and partners of David O'Leary Teaching Institute. Keep winning.